Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP's roommate and lovers doo-doo on his bed. Am I the butthole for charging my roommate for brand new bed sheets and a mattress, $3,500, after his buddies had intercourse on my bed and got poop and blood on the mattress? I have this roommate, Darian. Before this, Darian and I had a bit of a tense relationship. Darian constantly uses and disrespects my stuff. Like, he'll leave dishes out to soak. Multiple times, he drank my expensive alcohol. So, already before this event, we weren't on good terms, and I've told him many times as well to please respect my belongings. Over the weekend, I was out for a work event, and apparently, Darian invited some of his friends and lovers over. He told me before that they might crash the night, and I told him that's fine. Well, when I came back, I noticed that my sheets are weirdly misplaced, and I investigate, and when I lift the sheets, there's this disgusting smell. And I look, and there are brown stains on my bed sheets and in my special mattress. I flip out. I take pictures of all the damages. I confront him, and he's like, oh, sorry, man. It was some of my friends, and they didn't know. I tell him that he needs to pay me, and he can get the money from his friends, but this is on him because they were his guests. And if he refuses, I'll first contact his parents, and then I'll go to small claims court. He's saying that he'll pay for the bed sheet, but not for the mattress, that the stain he'll clean out, and that the mattress is too expensive. It costs about $3,500. I told him I don't want to sleep on a poopy mattress, and after he pays me, he can have the mattress. He starts saying that I'm being homophobic, that if a straight couple had intercourse on my bed, that I wouldn't be threatening them with small claims courts. I'm like, if they pooped on... <laughs> I'm like, if they pooped on my bed, then yes, I would. For me, it's just gross to think of sleeping on this bed. And it has a special cooling technology. So if I put a mattress topper on top of it, it completely ruins the effect. Okay, so your gay roommate invited his gay friends over and they had gay intercourse on your bed and they got poo-poo on your bed. And he's calling you homophobic because you don't like poo-poo on your bed. By that logic, tell me if this is right, guys. Tell me if this is right. By that logic, you, presumably OP's heterosexual here, you could invite your girlfriend, have intercourse in his bed, and you could get your girlfriend to rub her period blood over every inch of his bed. And when he gets upset about it, you say, oh, you're just, you're just heterophobic. You're just scared of straight people. That's why you're offended. Not because someone got disgusting bodily fluids all over your bed, but because, you know, you just don't like straight people. And like, why did they have to do it on your bed? Why didn't they do it on his bed? I can tell you the answer. You know the answer. We all know the answer. It's because they didn't want to get doo-doo on his bed. He wants to get doo-doo on your bed because then it's your problem. OP, you can and should sue him. I was going to say you should sue his pants off. But based on this guy's hygiene, I recommend you keep his pants on. You should... <laughs> why do I have to say this? Why, do, why does this sentence need to be spoken? No, OP, you are not obligated to sleep on other people's doo-doo stains. I think we all have a right to sleep in a doo-doo-free environment. OP, <laughs> I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your repulsive roommate three out of five buttholes with emphasis on the butthole. Am I the butthole for asking for a morning off from my baby on the weekends? My wife and I have a six-month-old baby girl. She's mostly a stay-at-home mom. 
She works two half days a week and her sister watches the baby. I work full time and go to school one day a week. We've always had an arrangement where she takes care of the household duties, cooking, cleaning, and now baby care, while I happily support her monetarily. Honestly, we're both living our dream life, and my wife does an absolutely spectacular job taking care of me and our little one. On the weekend, we share baby duty. We usually make sure each of us gets our own alone time to do whatever we want. However, our girl has had a bit of sleep regression, waking up every two hours. Since my wife breastfeeds, she's always taking care of the baby full-time overnight. She's a light sleeper and, unfortunately, has insomnia, whereas I'm a deep sleeper and I wouldn't wake up if the baby cries anyway. Recently, my wife has been asking me to wake up the baby both days on the weekend so she can get an extra hour of sleep. The baby wakes up at around 7am. I get the baby dressed and take over for that hour. But sometimes, I want to be the one that gets to sleep in an extra hour. I brought this up to her, and she says that while she's happy to let me nap during the day, she really needs that hour because she can't take naps like I can. We got into an argument about it, and she said that I'm being very insensitive when I know that she's very exhausted and can't nap during the day, and she struggles going back to sleep every time the baby wakes up. But I'm exhausted too. Work wears me out, and school days are long, and I sometimes want the hour of sleep in the morning. I don't want to spend my off time napping. <laughs> I want to play video games and chill out. I've gotten mixed opinions on who's in the wrong here, or if there even is anyone in the wrong. Am I the butthole for asking us to share mornings off for sleep? Oh, man. OP, um, you said your wife breastfeeds and cares for the baby at night, which means for six months, your wife hasn't had a continuous night of sleep. From night when she goes to sleep till morning when she wakes up. For six months, that's half a year. For the past half year, she has had to wake up in the middle of the night at least once, probably multiple times, to breastfeed your child. And all she's asking for, the one thing, the one accommodation she's asking for is, can I please have one hour of extra sleep on the weekends? Not even the entire week, because she's being very respectful of the rest of your work week, Monday through Friday, because she knows you have work, she knows you have school. She says, I will wake up early, I will endure for the sake of this family. All I'm asking for you, sweetie, love of my life, my husband, all I'm asking is one hour on Saturday and one hour on Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, I could do that. Or I could play Fortnite with the boys. And, um, uh, I'm kind of feeling Fortnite with the boys, if I'm being honest with you. OP, at this point, you don't owe your wife an hour. You owe your wife entire weekends. You think she doesn't want to chill out? You think she doesn't want to relax? Oh, man. And down in the comments, OP is just getting ripped to shreds. Imagine a screaming man baby being lowered into a giant paper shredder. That's what these comments look like. You know what's so depressing about this is the wife even accommodates him. He, she says, listen, I know you want to sleep in, but I'll give you time to sleep in during the day. You can nap as much as you want, but just give me this one extra hour in the morning because I have a lot of trouble getting to sleep and I can't nap during the day. So I'm giving you the time. Just let me take the morning and you can sleep during the rest of the day. And OP says no to that extremely reasonable request. Extremely reasonable. OP, I'm giving you three out of five buttholes. I'm giving your wife zero out of five buttholes. I don't think 
unless someone actually goes through months and months of consistently losing sleep every single night, every single night without a single full night's sleep, can you fully understand how much of an emotional and mental toll that it takes on you? Am I the butthole for canceling Thanksgiving plans after my parents called my brother's baby their first grandchild? I'm a 32-year-old woman, and I've been with my wife, Ava, who's 34, for eight years now. We've been married for five years. She was a single mom of three kids when we started dating. She had two daughters, who are now 10 and 12, and a son who's now 16. I've watched these kids grow up. I've read them bedtime stories, done bath time, the first day of school, PTA meetings, all of it. I very much consider them to be my kids, and they've been calling me mom for almost six years now. My brother Ivan, who's 28, just had a baby girl with his fiancée, Sarah. I love my niece, and my kids adore their cousin. My kids have been the only grandkids on my side of the family since Ava and I got together, and there's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like we didn't belong. My brother is their uncle, my mom and dad are their nana and pop, and the kids see my family as their family, and I always thought that my family felt the same way about them. The kids and I were over at my brother's house just hanging out, and my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece. My brother Ivan laughed when he saw the toys, and told our mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mom said that since my niece is their first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us, and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mother said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell that it bothered the both of them, too. Sarah spoke up and said, Oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. My dad shook his head no and replied that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there and listening to that, so I handed my son my keys and told him to wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone, I asked my parents why the hell they'd say that my kids weren't their grandchildren. And my mom said that they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house this year. But I told my parents that if they didn't view my kids as their family, then they could just host a meal at their own house with their real family while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me. And my wife and I have reiterated to our kids that they will always be my kids and I will always be their other mom, regardless of our DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks that I reacted too harshly and that I should try to see where my parents are coming from. My mom texted saying that she and my dad love my kids, but they still aren't their grandkids. And she hopes that we can come to understand that because she doesn't want to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. Wow, okay. I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. OP, your mother texted you and said that she doesn't want to ruin her niece's first Thanksgiving. Not your Thanksgiving, not your kid's Thanksgiving, but she doesn't want to ruin her niece's first Thanksgiving. Honestly, I think there's no coming back from this. I think that what they've said and what they've done has shown that no matter what they do in the future, they will never actually view your kids as their grandkids. I would say not only did you do the right thing here, but cutting them out of your lives is almost your responsibility at this point. Because fundamentally, talking about children that way is really messed up, especially in front of them like that. Like, your kids love their grandparents, but their grandparents have basically said, 
Oh, sweetie, we don't love you as much as our real grandbaby. Why would you say that to a 10-year-old? It's really simple. If someone in my life said this type of thing to my daughter, then they'd never get to see my daughter again. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your actions here, if anything, are commendable. I'm giving your parents 3.5 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving your brother 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. I will say, though, props to your brother's fiance Sarah, who spoke up and said, Oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. Because she was thinking for you, she was thinking on behalf of your parents, and she was thinking on behalf of your kids. So I think she just assumed that they misspoke and that they actually, you know, really do love your kids. And she tried to fix the situation, (laughs) but they were like, oh, no, I I meant what I said. I really am just a douchebag. So I'm giving Sarah zero out of five buttholes. OP posted an update and it's pretty long, so I'm not going to read it. But the gist of it is that OP called her parents and her parents doubled down yet again and said, listen, we love your kids, just not that much. OP talked to her brother, who apologized to OP, and OP thinks that it's probably because Sarah talked some sins into him. Her brother said that he and his family wants to spend Thanksgiving with OP and her family instead of the grandparents. So, it looks like OP's brother and his wife are picking OP's side in this fight. So, OP's parents thought that they had gained their first grandchild when it's starting to look like they may have just lost four grandkids. Am I the butthole for not allowing my daughter's half-sister to spend Christmas with us? My ex-husband and I got divorced seven years ago. We share custody of our 13-year-old daughter. He got married and has a 5-year-old daughter with his now wife. His daughter would spend time with my daughter regularly. They adore each other, but she doesn't come to my house and they rarely meet up there. His wife has been diagnosed with cancer and has started treatment recently. The other day, he came to drop our daughter off and asked to speak to me. He talked about his wife's circumstances, then how his family won't be able to have a Christmas celebration this year. He said that it wasn't fair for his daughter and asked if I could include her in my family's celebration. He pointed out how the girls will have a great time bonding and making memories, but I said that I was sorry, but my family's traditional celebration is a sacred thing, and I don't feel comfortable including anyone else. Plus, it'd be awkward having her in my home. He said that his daughter may not be family to me, but she sure is to her half-sister. He asked me to stop and think about what's best for the kids here. I suggested that he take his daughter to spend Christmas with his grandparents, but he says that he and his parents are no contact. I tried to cut the conversation short, but he stopped me and started going on about how cruel it was for me to decline to include his daughter, who's already having a hard time adjusting. I saw that he was beginning to cry, so I stepped back and said that I was no longer feeling comfortable having this conversation. I asked him to leave, and he did, but he still texted me asking me to agree to let his daughter come spend Christmas with us. He even offered to come along with her to make things less uncomfortable. I said no, and now he's calling me selfish and unfeeling. Okay, this story's kind of bizarre, because, like, if this guy's wife is dying of cancer, then this could be the very last opportunity that his daughter has to spend time with her mother. So why wouldn't he want to take advantage of that? Like, this could be her last Christmas, and he wants to send his daughter away to spend Christmas with a family that she basically doesn't even know? Huh? This kind of feels like a, like a no butthole here situation because like, yeah, okay, OP doesn't want to invite this girl who she doesn't even know to her family's holiday. So it's like, yeah, that's understandable. And I can sort of understand where the husband is coming from too, the ex-husband, because he's trying to think for his daughter and he wants to like, 
give her a happy holiday because things are so stressful and unpleasant at home with the mom dying. But like, that's not the way to go about it. The best thing he can do for his daughter is let her spend time with her mom. So, you know, the guy's being a little pushy and he's really sensitive, but considering his wife is dying, I can give him a little bit of flexibility here and give him zero out of five bottles. I think he's just being really sensitive and like really hurt and he's in a really difficult spot. But come on, man, stop trying to give your daughter to someone else for Christmas. In any event, I think everyone in this story deserves zero out of five buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.